set it up right? I was going to say good morning. Oh, <laughs> good, good morning, morning Baltimore. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that movie. Me too, Hairspray. I'm a hoe for Hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hoe for musicals. Me too. Oh, I was going to say uh, specifically Zach Efron in that movie. <laughs> yes. That came out like Link. right. Yes. Yeah. That's, I was like, what is his name? Like high, right after High School Musical kind of. So it was like his next like really big movie that I can think of at least. Maybe other than like 17 again. Yeah. But I just love that movie so much. <laughs> I know. I just, I try to watch Hamilton every December because um, I have family that comes down from Portland for Christmas. Oh, yeah. And my mother-in-law and my family that comes down, we try to all watch Hamilton and that's like our yearly thing. Aww. But then after we watch it, it's like a month of, I just listen to Hamilton Is songs. it good? Yes. I don't know. I Re- I, I highly recommend listening to it with subtitles. Okay. Uh, subtitles drive people crazy, but I, no, I, love I subtitles. watch subtitles with everything. I do too. It, William hates it because he just reads it the entire time. No. But I feel like that's how I get involved or also just get that's bored. That's how you know like what's you're going really, on. Yeah. Like you're really paying attention, like can hear what's happening. Yes. Like you're really understanding the dialogue. Exactly. No, don't kick me. I've never seen Hamilton. Like I'm like we just said, oh, I'm over God. musicals, but I don't know why. That's just one of the ones I've never, I've never seen. It's Did like you watch three the, hours? What's the like the original one? Obviously, isn't the Disney one, right? I think that is. That's that, it. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's like the recorded version of the of musical, the, and the, that's like the original cast, you know. And the, oh. like the Hamiltons that travel around now are not that cast. Yeah, but they're the ones that like Lin Man Lin Manuel Miranda, I think his name is. Okay, he wrote the lyrics to the play. Oh, and like wrote all the songs. So it's a newer musical, or that's just the first time they recorded it. I don't know, actually, because that wasn't that long ago. No, a few years ago, I think. Yeah, like twenty, like before COVID, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe when you come over on a Thursday instead of podcasting, we'll listen (laughs) to watch. (laughs) Listen to the. We'll watch Hamilton. I love that. (laughs) Um. Anyways, hello, welcome. I am Mrs. Salzgiver. And I am Miss T. And we are putting, putting the, the tea, tea in teaching. teaching. We got kind of a juicy episode full of parents <laughs> and problems. I love that. Parents and problems. <laughs> um, we're coming up on kind of conference season. Crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. We're just like coming up on the end of the year in general very quickly. I counted the weeks. We have 18 weeks oh, left. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. It's like, what are we, what are we even going to do? Like, I just, I'm like, I feel like there's so much we haven't done yet. Like in my mind, we're just getting the year started, but yeah, we have done so much. I think it's because my kids are so good this year. Like it just has like flown by. By so fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. But anyway, we're getting into like conference season. Uh, Most schools do like either kind of like a spring conference or like an end of the year conference. So we just wanted to kind of get on here as our, in all of our wisdom in our two years of teaching. (laughs) We're very uh, tenured at this. Yeah, we're versed, okay. (laughs) Um, We just want to talk about kind of the struggles and just give advice about like parent-teacher conferences, because at least for me, I know the hardest part of the job or the most like nerve-wracking can definitely be dealing with parents and families. Oh, Totally. That's their, that's their baby. That's their child. Yeah. You know, and I think we've said this multiple times on here, but like we're on the same team as the parents, but I think some parents think like, what are you doing to my child? My child comes home with all this homework or my child comes home crying because he's, you know, he's being 
someone's being mean to him or, yeah. you know, just these different situations. And it's like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes. Mm-hmm. First of all, I didn't know about the situation. Oh, yeah. You know, and talk to me like a like a person mm-hmm. and not like I'm one of your kids. Yeah. You and know? I don't know. I always think that's like interesting because I don't know if it stems from like their own educational experiences. Like school is very different when we were students and like a lot of my parents at this point are like around the same age that I am totally Um, I was just gonna say that yeah yeah. so I don't know if it's like that like from their own educational experiences and backgrounds but I do find that to be definitely the hardest part is because you know of course we're dealing with their baby but it's definitely intimidating when they come at you (laughs) full force or even just if it's like little things you know you always want to make sure you're like presenting yourself in a good light and trying to like build that relationship so even just kind of that can be intimidating too yeah and of course the two times or hopefully not three times but two times you for sure have to see them is at conferences and you have to sit down and talk to them Mm -hmm. so we just want to go over kind of like what that looks like yeah so what do you do like when you when it's time for conferences and you're like okay i need to reach out it's time to start setting them up um, well, first, before conferences, our school always has an open house. Okay. So um, the parents are always invited to the open house. And I make this little, um, like, to-do list. Last This year, I made a scavenger hunt. Oh, fun. So they had to go around the whole classroom mm-hmm. and, like, get it and sign off on their scavenger hunt. And then the last stop was me. Mm-hmm. So I got to, like, introduce myself to the parents. Um, and then I, like, kind of just did, like, a rundown. This year we got new carpets, so I just said, you know, unfortunately, like, for birthdays, no cupcakes. Please only bring water to school. We don't want, like, any red Gatorade or anything oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. You know, so it was just kind of like a rundown. And then um, and then they signed up for a conference with me there. Oh, okay. So, like, right away. Yeah. are like, okay, here's the sign-up sheet so you exactly. don't have to chase them down. Yeah. If they came. It, it, well, we do – we try to do home visits. Okay. So – this year for home for signups, I kind of messed up because I wanted it to work for the parents mm-hmm. mostly because like you know they work. This is my job is going to visit them mm-hmm. at this time, you know. So I said if Monday works for you, sign up here. If Tuesday works, sign up here. You know through Friday. But I found when I had to go to the home visits, I was all over the place. Like like to do a conference as a home, like a home visit that was also a conference. Or just you're just doing home visits in general. Well, I gave them the option. Oh, okay. So you, we, I, I, am, I pushed for home visits, mm-hmm. but I said if that doesn't work for you and you can come by quickly while you're working to school, then we can do a school conference. Mm-hmm. But I would rather do a home visit. So, like for example, on a Tuesday, I had a home visit all the way, like literally 35 minutes away from school yeah i couldn't find that word because <laughs> you're the, she's a charter school so yeah you're, the kids come from all over exactly yeah. yeah they're not zoned and so the first home visit was 35 minutes away from school and um the mom kept talking and talking and talking and talking which i loved mm-hmm. but i have 20 minutes for each home visit oh my god and this one lasted like 35 minutes and then I had to go, I had to run back to school. And so I was late for my school conference. Oh. And then I had to run all the way 35 minutes to South Southtown. That's hard. And I was gonna I'm like, say, oh my God, I, I effed myself on yeah, this one. Yeah, the timing. I was going to say that's cool to kind of get to do both, like a conference inside a home visit, especially like the first one. Because it's like, you know, for them, it's probably more... Like, it's an informal setting, so it's more comfortable. Yes. And then, you know, you're just able to kind of sit and talk versus it being like, I'm sitting across the desk from you kind of thing. Right. But at that, I didn't think about that. Like, just the timing. That's a lot of extra timing 
because you have to factor so in much driving planning. from yes. here to there and yeah yeah so next year i'm gonna say if you live in Southtown, please sign up for this day smart that's <laughs> if you idea. live in Northtown, please sign up for this day so our school is trying to do 100 percent home visits mm-hmm. um which honestly i think should take more than one week oh because yeah that's too much to cr- i mean i have 27 kids oh so yeah that's way too much to cram into into one week i know especially if the conferences are going to be home visits i definitely think you're gonna like you should get an extended period of time yeah because that's like you're and you don't get like out early for conferences yes we do oh you do okay we do but i still i only do conferences until 3 30 like my contract yeah, time i do too so mm-hmm. um <laughs> that yep, may sound really bad but I don't want to go much past that because I wouldn't go much past, you know, on a regular school day. Mm-hmm. So um, I do have to say, though, home visits at the beginning of the year are a little bit awkward because mm-hmm. we don't have any data to represent. Like, we haven't really done any testing or anything yet. Like, we're just getting used to the kids being yeah. in our classroom. And so I prefer to do home visits at the end of the year mm-hmm. and do school conferences at the beginning of the year because, like, if I just meet a, someone for the first time, I don't welcome them into my home. Oh, like, yeah. That's awkward. Yeah. You know, like, am I, am I supposed to take off my shoes? Do I do I shake your hand? Like, yeah. what do I do? Am you I know? hug? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now, you know, I know my kids up and down, you know, so now it's like I, I can't wait to talk about them. Yeah. You know, so, so. And it's easier. I, I agree with that to do home visits at the end of the year. Yeah. And then, like, meet more formally at the beginning of the year. Exactly. We do the same thing, too. And so I was going to say way back to talking about um, uh, parent te- – not parent-teacher conferences. Like, open house or, like, back-to-school mm-hmm. night or whatever. Um, highly recommend doing a scavenger hunt. Yes. Because then you're not standing up, like, giving a Did spiel. Did you do that, too? Uh-huh. Oh, fun. And then parents, like – are coming and going and you're like trying to talk and get all the information in and it's just like awkward you need to like talk to all of them um i did the scavenger hunt too and i just like like give it to the kids and the kids are like excited to show off their classroom you know yes and then it's like okay where's your desk show your parent where this is and tell them about this blah 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 blah. and then their last stop we always do like an ice cream or something like a treat or something at our school so they have to come get me they have to come see me for their ice cream ticket so i'm like their last stop on the scavenger hunt so then it's like a night, like a, you know, hi, like, and then I will kind of give them a little run through of like the different things I'm handing out at back to school night. Yeah. Um, but I don't like to make it like a big spiel and speech. Like, don't feel like as a teacher, you need to have like the PowerPoint presentation. You're like flipping through. I did that my boring first year. The parent. <laughs> and it was hard because first of all, I was nervous as hell. Yep. It was my first year, yep. my first open house. All these parents are staring at me. I'll, I'm going to have all their children in my class. And then I had to have a translator. And so, oh, yeah, like I just felt like it took way too long. And the scavenger hunt <clears throat> could be done quickly. And it w- the pressure and was off me. they probably still asked you all the same questions you went over in the p- presentation throughout the year. I'm sure. Yeah, totally. Like, so that's why I always do like a newsletter. And then I also am like, like not at back to school night. I do like a, like the first week back, they get a newsletter home and I'm like, here's the newsletter. Like, please let me know if you have any questions. And then back to school night is maybe like the second week of school. So I also am like, is there anything like so far you have questions about? And then at back to school night also, I like make sure everybody's connected on dojo. Like if I run into yes. someone who's not. Yes. Um, That's I, one of the stations taking yes. a picture of our QR okay. code. That's yeah. smart. I was like really disappointed this year um, because I only had two parents come to back to school night. <gasps> 
I was like really, really upset. And I was like, it's me. And I was just like really down on myself. Oh my God. But uh, I, I would have been sad too. I know. I literally just like hung out in my friend, like other friend's room. And then I walked around and like looked for my kids from like last year. And I, I talked to more of my parents from last year than I talked to my parents this year and I was like really upset like I was like I know it feels like silly to be like upset about that but I will say like you know that first kind of impression that I had and just like that feeling that I was like oh gosh like they don't care they don't want to meet me that is like not true you know I have like really amazing family involvement this year so I just like you know you have to remind yourself to like parents and families like They have their own life going on, you know, and a lot of especially like in Title One and things like they are working families. So, you know, you're like they don't have just a nine to five job. Exactly. Like our especially where we live, too. We have so many um, factory jobs. So a lot of my families work the swing shift. So it's like even when the kids are at school or they work the night shift, like the kids are at school and they're sleeping all day. So it's like a totally different schedule from maybe like what we have. So I just was like, okay, I need to remind myself. But I have like amazing family involvement. I've done some home visits this year. And so I like, I just wanted to bring that up as like a, you know, don't be discouraged and don't let that like taint you. Yeah. um, And like give you a negative outlook on people or about like your families in a school year. Because, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. Like it, it happens. People are busy you know, the first two weeks of school are so chaotic for us, you know, and probably for them too. Mm -hmm. So getting used to routine and yes, exactly. Wow. I know I was like really upset. (laughs) I I was really sad about it, but then I was like, you know, it was not at all a reflection of like the parents that I have. Like they have been amazing this year. So yeah, totally agree. And, um, I haven't had a lot of, I, we don't have a lot of volunteers at our classroom, parent-wise. We have a lot of volunteers, but not a lot of parents come to our classroom mm-hmm. to visit or volunteer. They only want to talk Same. to me if something's going on. Yeah. <laughs> and that's probably normal. But I have this one mom who literally cries wolf all the time. Oh, I thought, you were, I thought you were just saying cries, and I was like, oh, no. She just is... So she wanted to meet with me, and I was like, sure, you can come in on this day. Yep. And, she, and I, my contract hour is till 3.30. Mm-hmm. Usually I'm there until 4.30, honestly, just getting shit done and planning and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, I pick my daughter up from Team Up. Um, are you going to be there around 5? <gasps> I said, no, sorry. Like, you can come in before school at 7.30. Yeah. And... um. So we meet before school and basically she said during winter break, this was like three weeks after winter break. Oh no. I'm like, okay, a little too late for that, but whatever. I'll listen. Um, she's like, my daughter was just crying and crying and crying because she doesn't know what's going on in class and she feels like she's so far behind. And I'm like, really? Cause that's not what I see in class at all. And yeah. then her daughter was like, well, mom, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. And it was like this argument between the mom and daughter. Oh, and I'm like, gosh. why am I here? And you're, yeah. And you're like sitting there. you literally are not showing that in class at all. She's mm-hmm. like one of my top dogs. And I'm like, I don't understand this behavior. Like, is, is she trying mm-hmm. to get, maybe she just wants her mom to pay attention to her. Mm-hmm. Like maybe her mom is working too much or maybe her mom is not doing her homework with her or not reading with her or not, you know, listening. And mm-hmm. it's just maybe this, attention attitude that is happening 
Yeah. But I'm like, you got to, why, what? you got to figure this out. Like, I know like, you're like, wait, I feel like you guys need to yeah. out, not me. I was like a counselor. I was like yeah. a therapist. I was yeah. like, okay. And tell her how you feel about that. Oh my gosh. But that's really the only thing I've had this year. A lot of my parents are, you know, I post on dojo. They, they view it, comment, they like mm-hmm. it. Um, but I haven't had a lot of like problems. So yeah. That's been good. I definitely think from, personal experience i have many many stories (laughs) but i just think like always leading with the positive and just kind of starting right out the gate you gotta sandwich it remember the sandwich yes that was the most amazing thing i've heard compliment sandwich is that what it is yeah Yeah, so positive negative positive Uh uh-huh your daughter's really amazing in class but she likes to tie untie other people's shoes oh <laughs> but she's a great reader reader yeah so it's like you gotta sandwich the positive yes so i definitely um as a new teacher you know again like interacting with parents in any way can be really intimidating but i just think you know um sending a positive message or a positive dojo or reaching out with a positive is so impactful for like you know when you have to have those later tough conversations and I definitely feel like this year I was way more intentional about doing that and just like making sure I um like got in touch with every parent at the beginning of the year and was like I'm really excited to have so and so in my class and then like sending some type of positive like the first couple weeks I was just like very intentional about okay I need to find like one positive thing um or something I'm really excited about with their child to like reach out and talk to them about and I've gotten really lucky I've had like 100% participation on dojo this year and last year and my parents are really good about reading them but I I will definitely say you know compliment sandwiching or like just reaching out with the positive yeah right out the get-go from the very beginning of the year just makes like sets the relationship up for like better success Mm -hmm. like you know like we said they're they're babies like so when they understand that you care about their child and you're coming from a place of like caring and wanting to help um it just goes over so much more smoothly yeah so speaking about louder than words you know yeah Yeah. absolutely so speaking about like or speaking about that didn't sound right speaking of yeah (laughs) gosh i said that and i was like what (laughs) Um, speaking of just kind of like talking to parents, what the heck do you talk about during conferences? I think that's also like a, what are we supposed to do kind of thing as a new teacher? What do you guys school have like specific guidelines for? No, no. Mm -mm. Okay. So what did, how did you decide what you were going to talk about? Like the first conferences or the last? Cause I only have two conferences a year. Do you have, we have have two. Okay. So I have one. We start school in August, and we have like our first conferences September, mm-hmm. yep. and then um, we don't. Our school gets out in June, and we don't have conferences until May. Okay. So, I really don't talk to parents. You know, from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, I talk to them maybe two times. Yeah. Um, but the first conferences, I kind of just like introduce myself, and um. I really love the one-on-one with parents just mm-hmm. so like they can see that I'm, I am a real person. I'm genuine. I love yeah. teaching. Like this is my passion. I'm going to take really good care of your child. Um, and then I kind of just talk. I, I, we do some writing before mm-hmm. conferences. And so like, I kind of introduce that and I just say, okay, we're going to work on conventions or we're going to work on grammar or this is how so-and-so is acting in class. This is what I see. This is what, you know, I observe. And, 
kind of just there we don't have a lot of data to talk about because we just started yeah but it's so awesome at the end of the school year because we keep data binders at school and Mm -hmm. so they you know they put their writing in throughout the year they put their math scores they put um different things in there and then at the end of the year we can present all these things to the parents so i can show them the writing prompt that that we do at the beginning middle and end of the year i can show them the progress that they made and they are astonished like i remember last year they're like wow you wrote all of that and look where you started at the beginning i'm like yeah and look at his handwriting yeah Mm -hmm. and look at his commas look at his apostrophes his contractions you know and so they don't always see that Mm-hmm. throughout the year but when they see it you know beginning middle end side by side side no. by side yeah. they're like whoa like they my kid did so much growing so your first conference is you don't have like a scripted pattern it's just kind of like whatever is naturally flows for like each kid or family or whatever yeah, yeah. okay do you guys have a script no so we um I feel like I have a script for myself um, just because the way like I did conferences like when we were um, in student teaching um so my script for myself is just kind of I go over their map scores um from last year to this year and then just kind of like where they're at and then I also teach them how to read like last year I taught them how to read like the grades that were coming home so I talk about grades so I'm like okay when you see this this is what this means and then this year we moved to like the standards based grading based off of um, like everything is based off rubrics. So I pulled the rubrics from the beginning of the year and was like, OK, like this is how you read this. Like I know this seems like a lot of overwhelming mm-hmm. information, but really this is all it is and this is all it means. And I just really re- uh, like kind of reiterate like what my goals are for yeah. their child. So that's another thing I do for back to school night is I give them a little piece of paper that says, what is your goal for your child? So when conferences are coming up in October, I pull out that little piece of paper and I'm like, okay, what was it that they wanted to see their child do this year? And I'm like, then I go over that, like at conferences, like kind of how they're doing. Um, And that's another thing I feel like that has helped build positive relationships with families. Cause I'm like, you know, I'm, we're working toward the same goals. Like I'm like, yeah, I remember, or, you know, I have, do you keep the goals? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, you said they wanted to read. Like, that's really what we're focusing on. Here's how he's doing with that. You know, this is what we're going to continue to do. So I really just kind of go over the data we have really, and then kind of the grades and then um, – or, like, reading the grades and whatnot. And then um, – I lost my train of thought. <laughs> reading <laughs> the grades and then whatever the last thing was I just said. I don't even goals. know. Goals. Um, yeah, their goals. <laughs> Gosh, I'm like, what? <laughs> Assessments, scores, goals, and um, grades. And then I kind of, if there's like any questions or like behavioral concerns or things like, you know, my kids so-and-so is getting picked on, they come home crying, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that kind of stuff is where it gets kind of tricky, you know, when it's like you're talking about the non academic things like i feel like behavior is where it gets a little like sticky do you know what icks me when the parents me oh er, like irks you no you know oh like an ick okay you know what (laughs) i was like (laughs) icks me what (laughs) do you know what an ick is of mine yes yes um when a parent says do you have kids oh no (laughs) they've never asked me that because i think i work with them so i know what they're like yeah i think they know because one i don't wear a wedding ring i'm not married and so i think they just automatically assume but 
this had never i've always worked with kids so if you listen to the podcast you know that i've always worked with kids so i'm used to being a young person and having parents like talk down to me because i'm young and it's just now in the last year two years that it's like we're getting to the point that some of my students a lot of their parents are around the same age that's crazy so it it does feel really weird like we were talking about oh my gosh i said something about high school musical and one of my kids goes that's my mom's favorite and i'm like oh "Oh my gosh probably because your mom is around the same age and not that that's like a bad thing it just feels weird it just feels like like i'm really not that old and their parents aren't old either like they're young i mean their kids are only six seven whatever eight but I'm just still like, oh my gosh, that just feels so weird to well, me. Well, and like you said, like their kids are only seven and eight. Like that's when they had their child is a normal age for them to have their yeah. child. We're just at that point where we're like, you know, we're getting dinks. we're getting there. Have you heard that? What? Dinks were dinks. Oh yeah. Dual, Dual income, income, no kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dual income. This is no a kids. side story. My we were someone was talking at school about like the like a parent was complaining like about their kid and how they'd been like doing weird things and like staring at them when they were sleeping and like stuff like that and I walked in on that conversation and I was like oh my gosh this is why I don't have kids I was like I can't be dealing with that kind of stuff what staring at your kid while they sleep no the kid was like going into the mom's room and staring at her when she was sleeping and she was like worried she was like there's all these sleepwalking yeah she was worried there's all these like weird behaviors and things that he's doing like she's worried exactly she's worried he's like a psychopath or something i don't know oh my god that actually gave me the chills no that's what i was like (laughs) like, look behind (laughs) me i'm freaked out right now that's why i was like i can't have kids but i'm like i do hate that question i've never gotten that question i've always really feared that question but i think they automatically assume they automatically know but I'm like, I'm with them all day. Like I I know them better than you do. Yeah. <laughs> the true the truest personality. No, yeah. just kidding. No, because sometimes I feel like they are better at school than they oh my are God. at home. I just had a um IEP meeting with one of my students and he is a great kid. He's super respectful, super kind, gets his work done, very quiet. And his aunt, um, who is his caretaker and his uncle they were like, he, you know, he doesn't talk in Spanish anymore. We can't really understand him at home. And they both talk in English, but they want the kid to talk in Spanish too. Like he's a, they want him to be bilingual like yeah. they are. And um, he was like, you know, he talks back to us and he says, um, I'm not talking to you unless you talk in English. Like he's oh. like super disrespectful <laughs> to them. Oh my I'm gosh. like, wait, are we talking about the same child? Yes. Because that is not what I see in class at all oh like he's gosh. one of the most respectful great listener follows directions like what i had one of those at the beginning of the year i had a parents ask me like how is so and so in class like how are they doing and i'm like she's great i never talked to her i mean she's so helpful to me helpful to the other kids she gets along with other kids and they were like really and i was like oh. i like looked at her because her she was in there her and her brother um and i was like are you not listening at home? And they were like, yeah, she like really struggles at home and she gets really mad and she has these like crazy outbursts and like her and her brother fight. And I'm just like, we are not talking about the same kid. I'm like, she's one of like my best students. And they were like, why do you think that is? I mean, I think because it's so different than home environment versus the school environment. I mean, at school you're surrounded by a million other kids. Like some of our kids, you know, are at home, only child, only children 
or parents are working or parents are home with them. It's just a completely different environment. And the relationship we have with them is completely different than a parent child relationship. Like I'm convinced if I, like I'm a baby magnet, a kid magnet. I'm convinced if, if I have my own kids, um, they will hate me and they will be no, awful little demons. Stop it. Because I'm just not. so good with other children That's that my not own true. kids are going to be. I don't believe that at all. <laughs> I also think it's because we have expectations at school. I think when kids, kids have home, yeah. expectations or have a structured routine at home, they'll thrive in both yeah. home life and school life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put I a def- baby in me. I'm oh, ready. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm ready. We, what was that sticker we gave? Someone gave her a sticker and, oh, college mama Rana. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Cause we were like really high. Where free. is that? I got to find that sticker. Yeah. Baby mom. Baby Ra- something. Baby Mama Rana or something. Yes. <laughs> it was funny. Oh, that was cute. I forgot about that. Yeah. So um, definitely when you're talking about behavior with parents, again, like the compliment sandwich. Um, I'm trying to think. I know I've had some interesting. This year, I feel more confident about speaking with parents and, again, like setting up those positive relationships. So I've been reaching out a lot more, like less hesitant because sometimes it's one of those things like you're like, is this really important? Do I really need to get them involved? Um, I had a parent get frustrated with me because, um, oh, this is a whole story. So I guess we'll just go into it. <laughs> I don't know if I told Bill the tea. I think I told you about this, how, um, I had a, like two kids in my class who knew each other outside of school and are like family friends. And this was last year or this year? This year. Okay. And then, um, they were like, obs- they were like having so much issues at school and just bickering and fighting and fighting. And like, no matter what I did or no matter what we did together, like it it just would not stop. So finally, um, I, we had conferences rolled around and the mom of one of the students is like really upset because, um, like her child's getting picked on and she's upset and she doesn't want to come to school and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, you know, we've been working on that. We're dealing with this. Like I, you know, and she's like, of course her daughter tells her who it is so now she already knows oh. and then she brings it up. But I'm like, I can't talk about the, the other child. student. Like yeah. I can only tell you about like what, what I'm doing, what I'm trying to do about that. And that's really hard because it's like, they want answers. They want solutions. And I want to give them those, but I also have to respect privacy. Yeah. Like I'm like FERPA yeah. <laughs> and like respect the other pe- like person in the situation. You know, it's like, there's two sides to every story. So then that mom left and I'm sure she like wasn't happy with my answer. And so she reached out to the other parent and was like, hey, this is what's going on. This is what Miss Terhar said and kind of like threw me under the bus and um, was kind of like she was like blaming your child, basically, which is not what happened. I was like, I'm dealing with it. I'm working on it. But yes, this is what has been going on. Like, you know, so then I had the meeting with the next parent wasn't for like a couple more days. So when I like met with the other parent, I had to be like, I'm so sorry. Like I, you know, was going to reach out to you like or I plan to talk to you about it at conferences so we could meet face to face. Like I and I understand now I probably should have reached out to you sooner. I said, but my rationale is that like if I can work it out with the kids here, I just don't feel like it needs to be like, I don't need to bring you into it. Cause it's kind of like my relationship with them type of thing. Yeah. Like there's, unless it's really serious, I don't feel like I need to like tattle on them kind of to you yeah. a little bit. And she was really understanding. She's like, I totally get it. And we ended up resolving it. It was great. I just, the one parent, like neither one of them was frustrated. I think they just were annoyed a little bit. 
So yeah. kind of navigating that, you know, you just, you, it, you do have to be careful. I feel like it definitely is a slippery slope with some parents. Yeah. And uh, that's funny that I didn't know that story, but the same, literally almost the exact same situation happened with me. Okay. But the, so the same mom that I was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. you know, she's one of those moms. <laughs> Um, at the beginning of the year, she was like, my daughter is being, um, bullied on the playground by, by this girl. And it was happening in first grade too. And now it's happening. You know, this was the beginning of the school year. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I don't know what happened in first grade. Like I'm not the first grade teacher. Yeah. You know, this is a new year. Let's, let's try different things. Like I'll work with the girls. Yeah. And then that mom spoke with the other daughter, with the other mom, mom. Yeah. at team up. Oh gosh. And I'm like, okay, I told you that I was going to take care of it and talk to the other mom. Yeah. But then you like had to disrupt that. Oops. Yeah. And, and you're like, again, I she blamed done it. me. She's like, well, Mrs. Salsgiver said that she was going to talk to you. Has she done that yet? And yeah. it's like, well, don't make me look bad. <laughs> like yeah. I told you I'd take care of it. Trust me. Yeah. You know, so that it can get a little sketchy. And then it's like but. kids, you know, the kids each have their own side of the story. They each oh, have their God. own feelings. There's three sides to the story. Exactly. His side, her side, and the, the truth. Oh my gosh. I love that. I've never heard Because that. <laughs> that is really like all I've, I've dealt with that several times. Like I had another one last year, kind of the same thing. She's like my, he's getting picked on. He's crying. He doesn't want to come to school. And I just was like getting to the point where I was getting so frustrated because I'm like, I'm doing everything I can. Like I'm watching him. I'm moving his seat so that he's like by a buddy doing all these things. But then it was like kind of the more I paid attention to him and the more I watched him, it wasn't necessarily like what the other kids doing. It was like his reaction to it. And so it's like, you can't tell a parent your kid is too sensitive. Mm -hmm. Like, cause I'm like, that's also something that I really appreciated about that child was that he was so sweet and sensitive, but the whole, like the root of the whole issue was that the kids were playing soccer and they're like out there playing legitimate soccer. Like they're kicking each other. Like every day I'm sending kids to the nurse cause it's like the bloody this, whatever they're falling. I mean, they get into that and they loved it last year, this year they don't play soccer but last year they were so into it and he was crying and getting upset every single day because they weren't like including him and I started watching and I was like you have to get in there they're not just gonna be like here kick the ball yeah like go ahead make a goal like they are playing legitimate soccer with Mm -hmm. the like legitimate rules they would make someone be the ref like I was like if you're not willing to get in there and play like they're playing like then go do something else and he refused and mom was not happy with me and I like constantly I'd have to be like you know this is what we're doing this is whatever. And it just like was never enough for her. Mm. And I understand like, and I sometimes it's not. Yeah. And I'm like, I never want a kid to like, not want to come to school. Like that's not any teacher's goal. So that right. isn't, that's like an ick of mine is when it's like a you versus me thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, I'm trying to help, but this, yeah. this is what at some point there's only so much you can do as the teacher too. And I, I also hate when they come and they're like, well, this has been happening. And I'm like, for how long? Like, I know, no I one has hear about it. I'm like, no one has told me. The yeah. child has not come to me and asked for help. You have not come to me the thousand times that yeah. they've been crying about whatever and asked for help because I'm like, I'm here to help. I would mm-hmm. absolutely help you yeah. if I had a clue it was going on. Exactly. Because now it's almost like too late and now you're coming at me sideways wanting to blame me mm-hmm. when, when I had I didn't no idea. You know about it. I know. Mm-hmm. And I, going to that, that point, 
um, I talk about, you know, having 27 kids and how that's a lot, but mm-hmm. I truly know each one of my students. Mm-hmm. I, I spend time with each one of them, you know, and I, I, I know them, like I said, inside and out, yeah. you know, I know what, what irks them and I know what makes them happy, you know? And, um, I totally just had a brain fart too. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm teaching, I'll stop and <laughs> my kids will say, did your brain just fart? Oh, uh, that's cute. <laughs> I just literally stand there and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I, know. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I know. And anyway, so I think I, what I was trying to say is like, I, you know, our classroom may be a full size, but like, I know your kid. Yeah. So if you're like, kid is having a problem, I would know about it. So yeah. just like know that I know what's going on in the classroom. So don't yeah. think that what's happening outside, I don't know about. Don't yeah. think what's happening at reading time, I don't know about. I know what's happening. So just if you hear that your kid's having an issue, then talk to me. Yeah. First, first. Yeah. You know? Bring it up like when it happens. Yeah. Because that's bring it also, up nicely. Yeah. <laughs> yes. True. <laughs> that's also so what's so hard too. It's like this has been going on for months or this happened, you know, like you said about the other before winter break or whatever. And it's like, well now like, is it relevant now? Like, I'm like, how, how would you like me to discipline the other child that's involved or, you know, do something about it now when it's like been too long. It's kind of like a dog. Like if it's not, (laughs) I shouldn't compare kids to dogs, but I'm almost (laughs) like for it to be effective and for it to be relevant, it has to be in the moment. Like we have to work through the problem in the moment when it's happening in real time. Otherwise, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Like I, like I might get frustrated. My kids might get in trouble in class today, but tomorrow they come back and it's a new day. Exactly, and they acting up again. So yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Well, I always give it the twenty four hour rule. Like even yeah, as an adult, that's a good. like if something upsets me, and twenty four hours later, and I'm still upset about yep. it, I will talk to that person or that situation that made me upset. Mm-hmm. If I'm not upset in twenty four hours, it's fine. I'm gonna yeah. brush it off my back. And move on with my life. Yeah. But you've got to tell us now. Like if, you know, or if your kid complains like last week, so-and-so, you know, hit me on the playground or like bonked my head. Mm -hmm. And as a parent, you should be like, well, why didn't you tell your teacher? Yeah. Or why didn't you tell a duty teacher? Like you got to tell that that person then. In the moment. Because now it's like. Yeah. A week later. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've had, I just am like, I feel like I've had, I've dealt with that so much And I really think, like, for me, what works is just kind of the approach of, like, I hear you, I understand. Yes. And just really reminding them, you know, I'm here to help. Like, we're on the same team. I want a solution, too. But then it's, like, you almost get stuck because there's only so much you feel like you can do. And I definitely recommend – I know not everyone has supportive admin. I have really amazing and supportive admin. So there's been times where I'm, like, yeah. They're more than willing to help you. I'm, like, what what should I do? Like, I just am not sure how to respond to that – like, that message or that situation or, you know, like – and they are more than, like, most often than not are, like – yeah, you've done everything you can do. Like it is what it is. And they're kind of like on the same page. Yeah. Um, but I, have, I would bring, I would rope them into like, as long as I had given them a heads up, I would be like, yes, I talked so-and-so or whatever, or I've talked with our principal and, or our vice principal. And I, um, I'll let the parents know I've roped them into the situation. They are aware of what's going on and the parents will leave me alone. Really? Because, yep. Because they now are like, oh, shoot, I can't I know. bully her into getting my way. <laughs> I think sometimes, I think most of the time that happens because we're young. 
And I think, think so that. too. I think but so I think too. the biggest rule of thumb with conferences is truly be yourself. Like show the parents that you're passionate about your job mm-hmm. because you are like, that's why you're a teacher, you yeah. know? Um, and just be yourself, you know? And if you are having tricky, a tricky situation with a difficult parent, like Sophia said, like pull in an admin mm-hmm. and I had to do that, you know, once or twice. And I just asked my principal, can you just sit in the room? Oh yeah. Let me, let me do most of the talking and then just I want here. your feedback. Like, did I handle the situation? Okay. Yeah. You know, I had to do that a couple times my first year. This year, not so much. Yeah. But, you know, and then she would give me genuine feedback. Like, you handled that situation perfectly. You talked about the child. You know, you talked about situa- funny situations that happen in class. You yeah. showed them work. Like, you handled it perfectly. But it just takes some a confidence boost, too. Because yeah. it, it parents are hard and it's definitely Talking practice to is hard. it's definitely a practicing i know i'm like we were our teachers because we talk better i'd rather be around children all day than other adults <laughs> me too so hence when why i call adults the... friends it's weird yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay friends <laughs> let's go get yeah. another drink <laughs> they look at me like wtf that's so funny um i <laughs> i don't i lost my train of thought that was really funny um <laughs> Yeah, dealing with difficult parents. I just feel like I have so many stories. It's wild. But I don't like, really have any. That is wild as well. Well, I I will share just because, <laughs> you know, trauma. Tra- learn from <laughs> learn from my mistakes. I mean, it really was my mistake. But anyway, um, I had a parent once upon a time who was so aggressive and so scary and literally straight up threatened me and my livelihood um over like message like a message um so I like had a screenshotted proof oh that's what I was gonna say about going to your admin so this story is also about that um and I simply screenshotted it and sent it to my admin and they immediately like I got a response in like a couple minutes and they were like we will handle this and it was after work was after, after hours. hours yeah it was yeah. like seven o'clock at night so i that's what i was gonna say a thousand percent is 2024 we're in a teacher shortage like let's be real if you do not have admin who are like backing you up or who are throwing you under the bus with parents or who are not willing to come and sit with you not worth it or brainstorm yeah absolutely leave find somewhere else like there's it, there's just no room for they that don't anymore. Deserve you. Yeah. I'm like, there's just no space for that anymore. So anyway, they like uh, immediately messaged me back and they're like, we will handle this. And, um, made me feel like so safe. They made me like stay in the office until our like, uh, campus like closed, like all the gates and stuff were locked. Oh. And then like our principal walked with me to my door and like made sure because she threatened to like come on campus and oh my God, like handle the situation her- crazy. herself. Yeah. There was something that happened that she was frustrated about. And she was like, if you can't handle your classroom, I'll handle it for you. Oh, that's right. And I was like, Oh, okay. You know, my, <laughs> you should I- sit back period. No, (laughs) I was just like, so I was scared and I don't know like why it like just freaked me out so much. Like the, just the idea like that, that is something that could happen in like the workplace like that. I could literally be in a full on confrontation or like, you know, you hear stories about parents rolling up and beating the shit out of teachers. Jesus. And so I was like, just, I don't know why it just really got to me. It was really scary and whatnot, whatever. Now I just, now it's a funny story. Now I look back and laugh. Yeah. But literally from then on, I mean, my admin absolutely handled it and they, um, 
really dropped the hammer and were like, absolutely not. And I appreciate them like 10 times over for that. And then also back to conferences, you know, we had, we still had a whole nother conference, a whole nother meeting and they always came like if it like and sat with me oh, when, good. if I had Your admin. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't, I was, we weren't allowed to communicate directly through each other, like to each other anymore. We had to have them as like a third party for the rest of the year oh yeah great even i'm so happy <laughs> even about that. still to like now i still don't like if it comes to dealing with that i still am like okay <laughs> this so and so is you know whatever and yeah i still like rope them in on that kind of stuff <laughs> well i think that's why we are so happy with our jobs it's because we do have such supportive administration yeah so it's it pays off to be in a school that that is an advocate for you as yeah, a teacher. Yeah, and I so. just, I'm like, I just feel like right now I would not accept anything less, you know? Yeah. This job is hard enough, or like, already, let alone to have, like, you know, to work for somebody who isn't willing to support you or back you 100%, even if you're in the wrong. Like, I feel like there's been times that I've been like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have, I could have handled it better, I could have done this, but, like, you know, to just have that self-awareness to do better for next time, but them still to be like, no, you're learning. It's okay. Yeah. Like you're human too. You're like, wow, you're, you're allowed, right. I yeah. Am. You're allowed to have emotions and <laughs> deal with the situation, you know, and respond to the situation mm-hmm. however you see. Yeah. Yeah. Within do, reason. So practice, it does make perfect. <laughs> I do feel like this year, I think practice I said Practice makes better. Yeah. Nothing or not perfect. perfect. That's a good that's a good thing, way to put it. <laughs> you know, the that. more you talk to them, the easier it gets. Yeah. And, you know, reach out about those positive things. Reach out about the small things. You know, and get to know them as people. Yes. And even if it's just like, you know, you have a struggling student, for example, today, one of my reluctant guys, mm-hmm. um, he rocked it in math. And I yeah. was like praising him and I gave him a sticker and I gave him a, a star on his paper uh, and he was so proud of himself. And he's like, can I go show uh, Mrs. Da-da-da, our principal? And I was like, oh my God, yes, go show her. Uh, and then I like wrote a note on his, on like a sticky note and put it on this math paper. I said, you take this home. You already got an A uh, on it. Like You take it home and you show your parents how proud, yeah. how proud of yourself you are. Did you message them on Dojo? No. Because I sent a note home. Is that do they too re- redundant? Do they read them? Like, do they read know. the notes if you send them home? I, like, will do that. Like, I'm like, they said this today, or, like, that was so funny, or, oh, my gosh, I just can't believe, like, we were working <laughs> on this, and they, um, like, just did so good. I try to, like, anytime those things happen, I'm like, I need to remember to, like, write a dojo. And the kids are cute. Like, I think one of my particular students this year – Uh, mom and I have developed like an awesome relationship and I just really appreciate her because I was raised by a single mom and I just like understand the struggle and I just I just love her child to death I mean he gives me the hardest time (laughs) but like I just feel like her and I are truly like we're in this together and I just love that I feel like that's like the kind of like I'm like this is the kind of parent teacher relationship you want yeah um but I don't even remember where I was going. Oh, he knows like her and I are in frequent communication. So he'll be like, can you tell her I did like this oh. today? Or can you tell her I had a good day? And um, yeah, so I just, I like that the kids know they're like, or I had a kid acting up the other day and I was like, so-and-so, his mom's name is not going to be happy when she sees your behavior card. Oh. And then they're shook that they're like, you talk to my parent, you know them by their first right. name. And I'm like, I do. Yes. I really do. Like, yeah. we're about to call her up on the phone right now. Love it. 
And I feel like I give my students a lot of praise, like in class. You know, I, I tell them all the time, like, you guys are awesome. Kiss your brain. Look at how awesome you did. You rocked it. Da 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 da. That today, one of my students came back and he's like, hey, Mrs. Salsgaver, remember yesterday how you said I was a rock star in math? Well, I told my mom that and she said she's really proud of me. And Aww. I think I'm really proud of myself, too. I was like, oh, my God. I would have literally started crying. I was like, you, I love that you came back and reported that to me. That's really sweet. I know. I literally would have, like, teared up. I feel like somebody, one of my friends today said to me, if I'm not between a three and a seven, I'm crying. And I was like, I love that because I'm like, literally, I get too excited, I cry. I'm upset, I cry. Like, I was like, that's so accurate. I know. Because I, I love like, that. will tear up and be like, if I'm overly excited about something or, like, really passionate like i'm like crying oh i think that is i i, I so do funny. that too yeah like sometimes i'll just see my eyes watering and especially when my kids are doing amazing yeah or like especially when people that i love are thriving uh-huh. i'm like look at my eyes look i have tears my, my eyes kids, are watering my students would be like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> no i did cry in front of them today yeah. but i do like it's I'm not gonna say why, but I literally like I love kids so much. Like they're just so understanding, and so sweet, and I like love hanging out with so them. So helpful, and they're the best. I know. Today at the, the last story, and then we'll go. Thanks, guys. I know. <laughs> Today <laughs> at the end of the day, we were we're learning about um why the civil rights was important and like what oh, happened yeah. and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. MLK, Ruby Bridges, Rosa Parks, and then like we had a phenomenal day today. Like. We worked so hard. And so I said, okay, uh, we have about 10 minutes left of school. Let's start cleaning up to go home. And they were like, yay. I said, why are you so excited to go to go home? You don't like hanging out with me? Uh-huh. And we got a huge group hug on. Aww. And so all my kids came up to hug me. I was like, okay, I feel the love. Thank oh you. You gosh. can go. <laughs> You're like, all right, get out now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bye. <laughs> So, yeah, I think, you know, building that culture in the community and the kids going home and telling, like, their parents how much they love school and, like, what they're learning. Yeah. You know, their parents see that and they hear that. And so at conferences, too, it's like that is something that – what else you can report? Yeah. Something else you can report. Like, your child is such a helping hand in class, and I've seen him turn into such, um, you know, a confidant for somebody and has seen his confidence grow and – like, those are important things, too. Not just academics, but, like, personally. Yeah. So if you had to give, like, one overarching piece of advice on this topic, dealing with parents, parent-teacher conferences, what would it be? Um, I, I truly, <laughs> I truly believe in authentic conversation. I think mm-hmm. that when you show yourself, I think they're going to show themselves. You may not like it, but you have so many different walks of life in your classroom, and you have to think that the parents come from so many different walks of life too. Yeah. And, you know, take it, take it lightly, um, but never stray away from your being yourself. I love that. Wow. Yeah. We should like add <laughs> in the clap. clapping, the clapping sound <laughs> into here. <laughs> what about you? Um, piggybacking kind of on top of that. I just really think like letting them know um, that you are on the same team and just mm-hmm. really reiterating yes. like, you know, I want to see your child do better. I want to see them to succeed. Like we want the same things. Yes. Um, and just really trying to build that relationship as a team, as a partnership versus like a coming at them with like all this, you know, information about things that they don't understand, you know, and that 
and they, they don't care about truly. That's why the goal setting for me has been like a really useful tool because I'm like, I want to know what they care about. Mm -hmm. And some of them always blow me away because some of them aren't even academic. Right. And I love like being able to see that and see like what it is that they need and what their child needs and what they like want for their child out of life and out of the school year. So I love that. Like that's, I I definitely think asking the parents their goals because it just also allows them to feel like a sense of agency in their child's education. So yeah, setting those goals with the parents at the beginning of the year and really just establishing yourself as a team. That's a great idea. From the gate. I love the goals. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you keep them. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the year, when you show the parents the goals, you know, the parents are like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And look at how much he's improved in his reading. Yeah, it's time you to know? whip him out again because I'm prepping for student-led conferences. So I'm going to whip Great. him out and be like, this is what your parent wanted. How do you think you're doing with that? <laughs> student-led conferences. We didn't talk about that. We didn't. Do That's a it. Whole, student-led yeah, conferences. Absolutely. That's why we keep the data binders mm-hmm. so the students can run their own conferences. Absolutely. Yeah. And having those data chats with your kids one-on-one to get to prepare them for conferences like here's what to say here's what to do last year yeah. we made us uh, google slides and oh and they went through the oh slides my God. That's awesome. it was amazing so powerful for them to be involved with their learning throughout the year and it's not about me it's about mm-hmm. them yeah. so i want them to present their learning i know that's a whole nother thing but yeah, yeah we student, don't have time for that i know <laughs> i love student <laughs> life that's what we're getting into and really just like what i do is just simple like they come up with their goals and what they're working on from like here to the end of the year. And they present a couple things of like what they're working on and you know how, and maybe I will show some old work and some current work and yeah. compare, but it really, it's like, I really like putting the goals and the things back on the kids. Cause totally. I'm like, what do you want to learn how to do in math? What do you want to learn how to do in reading? Or because what did they, you learn? Yeah. yeah. Cause they know like, they're like, Oh, I, c- I want to be able to read a level J book or I want to, you know, be able to add and subtract three digit numbers. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, my goals are my goals. Like I'm going to teach you what you need to know, but what is it that you are like excited about? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. So much that goes into that too. <laughs> we could have a whole, I'm really episode. proud of us. Yeah. I feel like we're we're really rocking it this year. This second year? Yeah, second year and second grade. Like we're doing a really good job. I do feel like that too. Yay. Off camera high five. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's our that's our spiel on teaching tiny humans and um conferences. That'll be ten ninety nine. Thank you. <laughs> for, we don't give free advice. I'm just kidding. I know. Seriously, you're welcome. For all. <laughs> just kidding. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Bye.